Welcome to the Happy Workplace Podcast. My name is John Ferris, and I'm passionate about leadership in the workplace and maximizing your potential. I'm not a millionaire, and I drive an old car. I've worked in many different jobs in both corporate and nonprofit companies, leading teams of paid and unpaid employees. I'm not yet 30, and I'm the production manager at an artisan food company whose product is popular all across Canada. I don't have all the answers, just my story and how I got here. Here we go, Funny Stories Part 2. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much to the listeners in the United States. Uh, Believe it or not, 21% of the people who are listening to this podcast are from the U.S., so thank you for that. Um, One of the things with uh, the app that I use for this is that it tells me uh, what country people are in, and majority of listeners are from Canada, which is where I'm from, Um, but I want to say thank you to the people who have found me and are listening to me regularly. I I really appreciate that, Um, so thank you so much. Anyway, without further ado, let's get back into these funny interview stories. Uh, I want to start out with my favorite one, which I was setting up last week. So I was interviewing this this one employee, and I had got their resume from another uh, person who was working with us, and like, you know, just emailing back and forth, and he shows up about 35 minutes early during break time, you know, so I'm, I'm talking with everybody in our group and everything like that and, and just relaxing, eating food, everything like that. And uh, like I said, he's, he's super early. Well, it's during COVID and he's not wearing the mask. So like this is a huge deal, right? So I've got to like go over to him and be like, hey, you got to put a mask on. Like you got to fill out all of our protocols and like go through that, which you know, I'd clearly communicated in the email and everything like that. So it was just one of those things where just not following instructions right away, right? So eventually we get over with that and we get into um, the office and we're going through this interview. And, and typically I have two people going through the interview, so myself and one other person. Uh, but for this situation, it was just me. And this was like a, not a normal position. We were looking for someone for just a few hours a day. Um, so, you know, just not really putting a ton of effort into it on my end. So we're doing this interview and uh, right away I asked this guy, I'm like, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. And before I could finish, uh, but all I did get out was, you know, your family, hobbies, interests. And I usually will go on that to say, you know, whatever you want to share. Um, essentially with this question, I'm not wanting to know like, you know, what, what you've done before or anything like that. I want to know about you as a person, because if you get the job, I want to know who it is I've given the job to. Anyway, he, uh, he carries on to say, I'm an excellent cleaner. I'm incredibly reliable. I'm highly motivated. I'm detail oriented. Even though I forgot to wear a mask and it said so in the email. He didn't say that part, but that's what I'm thinking in my head. And uh, then he goes on to say, I'm an excellent salesman. And you're like, okay, I'm getting a theme here. You think really highly of yourself. Um, But to finish his thought, he says, I'm an excellent salesman. And that I could sell snow to uh, uh, and how the saying goes, which he was kind of fumbling over, was I could sell snow to an Eskimo. Well, he forgot that word, 
And what he did was he said, I could sell snow to uh, uh, an igloo and like does this facial expression of like, you know, kind of tilting his head to the side and like doing this grand hand gesture and uh, like just doing this thing with his eyes, which is just so awkward and um, so overboard. The theme was just, you know, I'm excellent, I'm wonderful, I'm great. And it was just coming across as so ignorant um, because, you know, we spent the entire time talking and just going on and on and on and on and on about himself. Um, and it was just, it was such an un uncomfortable situation. Um, but the most uncomfortable part of it was when after the interview ended, I said I would call him or email him to let him know. And he called me back twice before I was able to let him know in the timeline that I had given. And uh, like never left me a message or anything, but had called me to ask, um, which was just super awkward. But on top of that, uh, the employee that had given me his resume came back after and said, oh, how did it go? And I was like, uh, <laughs> what do I say, right? So anyway, that was an awkward one. That was my favorite story just because it was totally a train wreck. Uh, from start to finish, there was nothing good about it, essentially, at all that was going on. Um, I want to talk a little bit about asking questions before the interview, and I want to tell a story that kind of illustrates that, because this is funny stories, uh, but I want to share the themes there. I had one interviewee who dropped off a resume, but before she did that, she called her company, asking you know a bunch of information about her company and all of that. Well, eventually, she got in touch with me, and uh, she probably hounded me for about half an hour on, you know, what time she'd be starting, uh, what time uh, she'd be finishing, when breaks were, when lunch was, um, would we ever have to work evenings and weekends, that type of thing. Would she get paid overtime? What would her pay be? What jobs would she do? Would she be doing? Just like so many things. And uh, like I said, it was about half an hour. And she hadn't even given us a resume yet or anything like that. And it just came across as like so self-centered and so pushy because she was asking all these questions um, to see if the job would fit for her. That she wasn't even paying any attention to if, you know, we thought she would be a good fit. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was failure to see the situation really because whether you realize this or not, um, going into an interview it is something that you have to like the job and that they have to like you as well. So you can come away and you can be like, oh, I would love to work there. And they're like, we would hate it if you worked here <laughs> or vice versa, right? They're like, we would love to have you. And you're like, get me out of there. I never want to go into that place again. Whatever it is, you've got to have you know, that alignment where you're both excited to work there. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Anyways, completely, you know, one-sided on her end where she's just asking all of this. And then after that half an hour, she spends probably 10 minutes telling me all the jobs she's done. Uh, and then said a few times even that this will be on my resume. And uh, she's going to give it to me off to me. So I'm like, so why are you telling me, right? So she's going on and on and telling me all about this. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. I, uh, I agree that she can drop off the resume because all the questions that she asked... Uh, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, were on our job description. And she hadn't read it. She just heard we were hiring. Um, so already, if someone's wasting my time before I hire them, it's not a good sign, right? 
Anyway, she uh, she called me back two days after she dropped off the resume, asking if I had a chance to look at it. And then I said, yes, I had, but I'm reviewing everything. And she called me back a week later to see if I'd like her to come in for an interview. And I said, actually, no, we wouldn't. Well, then she wanted to know why. And it was just a total mess all along. Um, but I want to talk about asking questions before the interview because this happens all the time and honestly is something that I absolutely hate and I've typically only hired one or two people who've actually asked questions. Um, the rest of the time, I don't even give them the interview. Uh, I jokingly said to one of my employees one time, as I was in this like week-long email with the person who's just asking question after question after question uh, about the job, I said, this person's talking yourself out of an interview, right? Because uh, they had a great resume, good experience, but you know, the more questions they asked, the more I just began not to like this person. Because if someone can't, you know, take the information given and run with that, they're probably not going to be a good employee for you because they're going to need a ton of supervision and a lot more explaining. So please do not ask questions before your interview. Read the job description very, very carefully. You know. Uh, Google the company, find out what you can about it, uh, gather all the facts, and then if you still have questions, write them down and bring them to the interview. I think that'll really, really help. Uh, we had this other person that we were interviewing where she comes in for the interview and, uh, you know, we're asking her about her previous jobs and everything like that. And uh, the job that she currently had just left, we're like, okay, tell us a little bit about that. And she's like, it was a terrible place to work which were like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, you know, tell me about that. Anyway, moving on, she goes to number two, second job that she had had, and uh, we're, like, asking her about it, and she's like, the people there were awful. And you're like, okay, two jobs she doesn't like, that's not a good sign. Well, three, four, five, job number six, she's like, awful, I hated it, it was bad, and, like, every single job that she's had, she did not like some point you've got to ask the question is it the job or is it the person six jobs in either she's got a terrible string of luck or she's just a complainer and everything that i'd gotten from her in that interview said she was just a complainer and not the type of person you'd want to be working with so yeah keep in mind don't complain about your last jobs but also don't hide how bad it was either try to be honest in that you know i didn't get along with other a lot of the people there I just tried to keep my head down and do my job, and uh, you know I'm I'm looking for a place where, you know I can I can talk with my employees, where I can talk with the people, and uh, just have fun at work. Be honest about that. No one's gonna have a problem with it, um, but don't say how awful it was and that you hated everyone there and everything that happened that way. Speaking of which, I had a uh, interview where uh, the person showed up late. Uh, which is never a good sign for an interview if they're already late. Uh, but they showed up late and, uh, you know, they were a younger female and they were wearing a crop top, which if you don't know what that is, it's essentially a shirt that like exposes the entire belly area, which is not an attractive area, <laughs> I personally think, uh, especially not on me when you have a one pack. That's not something that you want to see, right? Um, so anyway, she comes in wearing that, uh, which was just awkward, but you know, maybe she doesn't know because she's younger. Um, so anyway, 
that's that's part of the interview there is she's late and she's wearing the crop top well then she goes on to say you know that she's not very strong so she really can't do any lifting and that she quit her job because uh, she couldn't get to a ride to work and you know like yeah just all this stuff going on it was not a good experience <laughs> I was in an interview where I typically like to ask people what they're looking for because it gives you an idea of how good of a fit you'd be for them. And I kid you not, I had this one guy who came in and he says these words. And I say, what are you looking for? He says, ah, uh, you know, I've done a lot of hard jobs in my life, so I'm really looking for something easy. Are you serious? You said that in the interview? I'm looking for something easy? What company has an easy job for someone that they're willing to admit, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, let, let me tell you about all the easy jobs we have around here. No, like that person's going to do the bare, the bare minimum and they're not going to go above and beyond ever, right? A later time in that same interview, the guy says he's like an office job, something where he can, you know, just put his head down and do his work. And you're like, oh, this is getting worse and worse. Um, one of the worst interviews that I've done, person shows up late as always, which again, please don't ever do that. Uh, but they show up late and I'm asking them, you know, what, what motivates them? Cause they're coming across as a pretty like unmotivated person. Uh, and you know, I'm really looking to see like, you know, disprove that. Right. And like without missing a beat, she gives a one word answer. That's a terrible answer. So I ask, what motivates you? And she says, money. And that's it. Money motivates her. Which, you know, there are some people out there that that is why they work and that's what motivates them and all of that. But to like full on say that in a job interview, like means you have, you're not passionate about your work. You're literally like just wanting to get paid more. So if there's another company that offers her more money, she's going to take it. And like, she's going to be more motivated according to what she believes, right? So that did not go very well. Um, this is just a pet peeve of mine, but it happens all the time. Is sending emails wondering if your resume has been looked at. Uh, the worst, worst example of this that I ever got was um, we were experimenting with a different uh, job posting site. And uh, just seeing what we would get that came in, and I won't say which one it was, uh, and it was called Job Bank. I mean, um, no, you get the idea. Anyway, <laughs> um, we were looking on there, and I had someone send me a resume. I don't know the exact time, but it was something like, we'll say, 9.30 in the morning. And before 11 o'clock comes around, they send me a nasty email saying, why have you not responded to my email calling me a racist and actually saying, is it because of the color of their skin and like all of this stuff and like just going crazy. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what do I say? How do I respond? So I actually sent back in an email. I said, you do realize that with a resume, I cannot tell what race you are. And even if I could, I would never discriminate against someone because of the color of their skin or anything like that. Um, it was just completely ridiculous, but that's a funny story to tell you the idea that, you know, a lot of people will send those emails wondering if it's been looked at. Um, 
you can ask what the timeline is that they're looking for, but don't ask if someone's looked at your resume. I think personally it spells desperation and uh, it, it really puts the pressure on them to like kind of make you go away, right? And that's not what you want ultimately. Um, one of my favorite things that happens a lot is when people don't attach their resume when, they, uh, when they're sending you, you know, that email. Uh, and this is like the biggest thing that makes me chuckle is that they don't attach the resume. So typically I'll respond back like, oh, it looks like you missed your resume, you know, not a big deal, whatever. But then those same people will have on their resume something that says detail-oriented. <laughs> and you're sitting there going like, really? You forgot your resume and you're detail-oriented? Uh, I had one where this happened, but it didn't say detail-oriented. It actually said extremely detail-oriented. And uh, there were spelling mistakes in the resume, and they forgot to attach it. So, like, be honest about what you're putting in your resume, uh, which we've talked about before. A big thing is when you come into an interview is to be prepared for the questions that you're going to get asked. So... I had this one interview that I was doing with this younger girl and she had like no idea that we were going to be asking her questions. Um, you could just tell like no one had taken the time to, you know, just prepare her for this. So I felt really bad for, um, for her just because she was in a hard spot. But at the same time, like in an interview, you got to be prepared to to answer some questions. You've gotta be prepared to tell people a little bit about who you are and uh, you know what makes you tick. And uh, she just had no idea like what was coming. Every question, even basic questions, were like a stretch to get anything out of her. And it wasn't that she was shy, it wasn't that. It was more just that she didn't know how to answer these questions because she didn't know what we were after. Another thing that happens all the time in interviews is people will come in with our limitations, okay? And the funniest example I can think of this is we're interviewing one person and uh, she comes into the interview and she tells us that she's got two part-time jobs. So you're like, okay, how's this gonna work? Maybe she's leaving one of them, uh, maybe her hours are very limited, whatever it is. So she says, yeah, I'm currently working Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursday afternoons, and Fridays, I've got this on at this time, right? So she says, but I can work all day Tuesday, this time Monday, and like she gives me maybe, maybe three or four days that she can work for options, but her hours are so limited that it's just, there's no way that you can fit your work schedule into her time. Um, plus she's a mom on top of that and has family stuff and sports at night and all of that. I actually think I said in the interview, I said like, it seems like you have a lot going on. And then I think I asked something along the lines of like, do you have any interest in a more permanent position here that's not part-time? Uh, because there's just, there's too many limitations there and uh, it wasn't gonna work out. So be very mindful of your hour limitations. And I would actually throw them out, out front so that they can see in the resume and just say, hey, I hope this isn't a problem, but, be one, but I wanna be honest with you right away and just let you know these are my commitments or whatever. Um, that'll just help you like not waste the time because what you don't want to do is you don't want to disappoint the people. When you have hour limitations, you're either like throwing that information right up front. 
Think about it this way though, okay? If you're meeting someone for the first time and you're setting up a meeting and you send them an email that says, hi, my name is John, I will be half an hour late for our meeting. Not because of traffic or anything like that, just because I'm a person who likes to be late or is late to things. Send. They're gonna be like, oh, oh, okay, I'll come later. I can still hang out with you, I can still do that meeting, whatever. But if you set the meeting for eight and you show up at 8.30, they're gonna be super upset and super disappointed. It's gonna be the same thing with an interview, so make sure you tell them right up front, right away, and it's going to be, you know, a really make a big difference, I think. Uh, this is just a personal one, but be careful of funny email addresses, okay? Uh, we all got an email when we were, like, at an age where, you know, we're like, oh, let's make it something cool or something fun, uh, something with the word boy in it or girl or, like, all these funny ones. Um, there's a lot out there. And nothing says professional, Sparkle Queen 472, okay? Um, so just be mindful of that email address. If you still have one of those, it's probably time to change it. Uh, the other thing I would say too is like, there's a lot of emails out there like Gmail, Hotmail, um, you know, iCloud, all of that. And then there's some really funky ones out there too. Like who still has Yahoo? Who uses at Yahoo for an email? Uh, so update your email, especially if you're working for anything that's like tech or a company that's on the cutting edge of what they're doing. Have a relevant email with like a good at beside it, right? So not like, you know, at Yahoo. Nothing against Yahoo, but that's just not an email that we use as much anymore. Um, that could be a big deal for somebody. Uh, but that is it for the funny stories that I've experienced like this summer and past jobs and everything like that. Uh, the plan is next week, we're going to talk about the pre-interview, how to plan for it, how to get ready. And then after that, we're going to talk about the interview itself, how to answer questions, stuff like that. And then we're going to talk about leaving the interview, some practical things that you can do uh, to wait and to, to, to have a timeline and all of that before you accept the job or get rejected for the job. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. Hope you thought it was funny. As always, please like on Facebook and Instagram, Happy Workplace. Uh, if you like this episode, please share it with someone uh, that you feel would find this valuable uh, or someone that needs a laugh. Um, yeah, let me know if you've enjoyed this. I'd really love to hear from you. Thank you, and I will see you in a few weeks.